This episode of Engineering the Future is brought to you by Member Perks for Ospi, helping engineers and their families save money on everything from electronics and food to apparel and home improvements. New perks are being added all the time. Visit Member Perks for Ospi before you shop and enjoy exclusive savings from brand names and local favorites online, curbside, and in-store. This podcast is brought to you by OSPI, the Ontario Society of Professional Engineers, the advocacy body for professional engineers and the engineering community in Ontario. Welcome to Engineering the Future, a podcast presented by the Ontario Society of Professional Engineers. I am your host, Jerome James. Today, I'm joined by Kenya Romanowska, the founder of Pros and Babes, and creator of The Mom MBA, Canada's only 360 leadership and professional development program designed for a busy, ambitious mom. Also with us today is Melanie Richmond, a civil and environmental engineer who has benefited from Pros and Babes. Welcome to you both. Uh, to start off with, Kenya, can you tell us what Pros and Babes is and why you started it? Yes, thanks for the question, Joan. I'm super happy to be here. So when I was pregnant with my first son, I heard that I'd missed the intellectual conversations on maternity leave. And I was heavily involved in women in leadership programming, but I noticed that we didn't have anything for moms. So when I had my little guy in tow, I decided to start bringing moms together for an intellectual moms group. And we start started talking about back to work planning and what it means to be a mom who has a career. And we realized that there was an enormous gap in resources for managing these transitions. And so being an investigative journalist by trade, I developed this enormous vault of content that uh, over a couple of years turned into what is called the MomBA program today. Um, we noticed that moms need a lot of intellectual support, emotional support, psychological support to return to work and to be a thriving working mom. Right. And so that's how that's how we took off. And that's how I started a hobby that turned into my full time occupation. And how long did it take for the full transition to occur from conception to full time uh, job? Well, it, it depends. It depends on every parent and how how much clarity they have on what success looks like for them. When we become a parent, our values change. And so the clearer we are on what we want to design at home and at work and in our relationships, the faster this transition can take place. The longer we wallow in the pain of not knowing and not getting the support, the more painful the transition is. And for some people, it drags out for years and throughout the different children they have. So Melanie can probably tell you more about her, her own experience of that transition, but it's very individual to every parent and how they define success. Right. But personally for you, how long did it take for uh, you to go from a full-time position for, to then pros and babes being your full-time position? Oh, I see. Well, I, I, about two years after launching it as a hobby when my when my youngest was almost sorry my oldest and I'm trying to think I'm trying to do the math I can't remember but I started doing this full-time about two years after starting it and it's been my full-time occupation for about two years now excellent and uh Melanie uh what was the trans transition like for you when you became a mom um in addition to being an engineer yeah thanks Jerome um I would say that 
There's kind of two parts to that transition. There's the part where you're working as an engineer, building your career, and then you find out that you're pregnant and that you are creating a little human inside of you while still working as an engineer. So that period can be challenging at times because typically the first trimester, you don't share the news with your coworkers or your work's not aware of it. Um, and there can be a lot of nausea and reasons that you're not showing up like you normally would. So there's a bit of um, of that component at the start. And then obviously you start to show and it's exciting. And there can be a lot of, um, you know, a lot of support within organizations with you being pregnant. But there's also challenges as you will be leaving or typically people will take some sort of a maternity leave. Um, so sometimes there can be a sense of being devalued or not considered for certain projects. Um, in my case, I was really well supported and um, I was really happy with, with how it, it happened. It happened that the project I was working on, the big one, was finishing right before my leave. So that transition went very well. Um, and then the actual component of becoming a mother and, and going through the birthing process is a whole different transformation. Um, and Kenya and, and her program touches on it a lot, but it it changes you as a person. You you see the world through a different lens and what you thought you knew before is, or what you thought you valued before might've changed. And, and this shows up also in, in how you work and how you want to spend your time and, and what you prioritize. So I returned to work last April after 10 months being on maternity leave. And my husband also shared the leave with me and it, it was definitely challenging at the start because for 10 months I had been physically drained and emotionally drained, but had not had as many of those mental, like mental stimuli conversations that Kenya was talking about from these moms groups that she's created. So going back to using your brain eight hours a day um, was totally different and it took a bit of an adjustment period. Um, but there's there's so many positives with the pros and bays community that has helped me with this transition. Having other working moms that are going through similar experiences or, or have already gone through some of these experiences and can share their knowledge and taking it one step right. at a time has, mm -hmm. has really been beneficial. Excellent. Um, Kenya, what is the biggest struggle that moms have right now? And how can pros and babes help? Yeah, I'd say what I'm observing is the shift to a new identity and not necessarily aligning that with the like the working environment, right? So as I mentioned earlier in the discussion, your, your values change when you become a mom. Women who were always very career oriented and thought that they would always be pressing the, the gas pedal, you know, to, to drive in their careers, realize that there's a new component of them. And perhaps they don't take the time to truly examine how all the different aspects of their lives are affected by being a mom. And I'd say, and Melanie, you'd probably agree, one, one big aha moment we had in the community is um, asking for help and putting in the support systems. We had this huge aha moment in September. And I, and I think you didn't really struggle too much with that. But a number of women said, oh, my goodness, you know, they hired a personal chef, um, a handyman or handy person, you know, a cleaning service. And 
they realized that they resisted this for really long because growing up, they saw maybe their parents doing everything on their own, but their parents grew up in completely different circumstances, right? Or a different work workplace. And so uh, many women who are used to being high performers struggle with asking for help. And once they actually do ask for help and they, they do outsource, even if they thought their budget was tight, they realize how much of their quality of life they get back, how much mental bandwidth they get back, right? So I'd say that is one of the big things that we see is acknowledging and accepting and really being fast in terms of pulling the trigger on getting those support systems in place so that you don't sink and you get to a point of burnout. The, the risk of burnout is really real if you don't, if you, if you're trying to be everything to everyone, whether it's at home and at work and in your relationship, you'll find that you're burning the candle at both ends. Right. And it seems that a lot of people are struggling with that, especially with, uh, added stresses of, of COVID and, and possibly juggling working from home and, and, uh, having two people working in close proximity that never used to work in close proximity before has had its own ups and downs and struggles. Um, I've been hearing, uh, Melanie, is this the case with, for you that, um, uh, you've, have you experienced, um, burnout, um, since becoming a mom and how has, uh, pros and babes helped you, uh, through your transition? Yeah, I would say like, even before becoming a mother, any engineer can experience burnout. And it's something that I think in our corporate world, we're rewarded for working really hard and sometimes being on the gas pedal too long. And it's not sustainable. Like everybody needs to put fuel in their car and stop and rest um, and also do some maintenance checks on it. So as a mother, you're adding a whole set of kids in the back of your car. So when you're driving at full speed, the risks are a lot higher. So similar when you're working, it's if you're going to burn yourself out at work, how are you going to be when you show, you walk in through the door that evening? Like, are you going to be able to be the mom you want to be? So I think it comes down to any aspects of life. Like, how are you going to show up at work? How are you going to show up for yourself and your family and your partner? And Kenya's program is very much a 360 look at it in terms of your energy in all of those aspects of your life. It's not, it's not just work. Like work is a, piece of the puzzle right it's a it's a piece of the pie and it, it is part of your identity but it's it's not it's not all of it and for me I've always liked outsourcing I I value my time I really prioritize having fun with my family and we love to golf so we outsource our cleaning I get help with meals uh, we hired somebody for painting we were also um business owners, we own rental properties. I'm also a yoga instructor, which I do for fun. So there's lots of different aspects of me be beyond being a working engineering mom that in order to do all that, I, I absolutely have to outsource. And that's the life that I want to design for myself. And I want to teach that to my kid. We hope you're enjoying this episode so far. At OSPI, we're here for you making sure government, media, and the public are listening to the voice of engineers. You can learn more at ospi.on.ca. Did you find, I have a follow-up question. Um, did you find that um, your employer was understanding of the many stresses in your life and um, 
what all it, it entailed um, to be a new mom as well as being in the workforce? I would say that for the most part, they've been very supportive. It, it is different, I would say, for a mom than a partner, let's say a dad or, or another mom. Um, there is something about a child-mother relationship and there's that special bond. So especially in the States, when they return to work a lot easier or earlier than in Canada, I, I went and went back to work after 10 months. And from a bonding perspective, you're, you have like a very serious bond with your child for like the first two years of their life. So from an emotional standpoint, it was very hard on my son to be going 100% with me, being on maternity leave to being 100% working. That was a huge shift. And with the way that um, EI is set up in Canada, it, it's hard not to do it that way. Like some people do it differently. And I would have liked to do a gradual start, but there's um, there's negatives to that too, because my husband also wanted to take paternity leave. So we had to pass the baton. So, so there was challenges there from an emotional standpoint that I find um, employers might not be quite aware of. And breastfeeding is another component to consider, which I think uh, employees have made advancements with actually providing breastfeeding rooms in offices, not just using a bathroom or a corner or a closet. Um, but then there's also the emotional component for the parent. If it's the, the mother or the dad or the partner. So like I said, you had, you know, your whole day with your kid and then you go from having maybe an hour, an hour and a half in the morning where you're like rushing to, you know, get them ready out the door and then you're driving them to let's say day home. So you get maybe an hour, you get maybe 15 to 20 minutes of quality time with them. And then you're rushing to get off work early, which oftentimes your coworkers are still working and you might feel guilty. Um, but you, you do it because you have to pick up your, ch your child from childcare before they close. And when they see you, there can be an emotional reaction there too. And then you might have another two to three hours with them in the evening, depending on what stage they're at or how old they are. So it's, it is a big shift for the parents as well to have a lot less time with them. Um, so now let's say there is a priority project or a proposal that I need to work on. I'll say I have to leave at 4.15 at the latest in order to get my child from daycare at five because that's when it closes. And then I can jump back on after bedtime, which is eight o'clock and do some work. So I think establishing boundaries with your your work and, and getting a sense of understanding of where you're coming from so that you know there can be some empathy towards one another and understanding and and knowing that it's a team effort and we have to support each other and there's other alternatives to um getting something to to work from from a delivery standpoint so i would say that we're we're getting there there's still i think a little bit of eye opening to happen yeah and you know, what, what Melanie's story emphasizes is that there's so much opportunity to, to think more creatively and by design for these maternity leave transitions. And, can't, you know, our colleagues from the United States look at us and say, oh, you get, you know, 12, 18 months of maternity leave. How wonderful. I you, you guys in Canada have it all figured out. But there's also 
a downside to, let's say, being completely cut off from your professional identity. You go from having a career one day to being completely alone at home with a child who needs you 24-7. No instruction manual, um, no, no team necessarily. Some people have their families far away. So there's a huge shift. And I've interviewed some moms who actually planned a kind of part-time work schedule where they would work one day a week on a project to stay connected. Huge benefits for mental health. Whereas okay. other environments are completely not open to that, right? So it all depends on... Um, actually, they say that no matter how good your policies are at your company, what really influences the experience of maternity or parental leave is the manager that you have and the dialogue you have with them. So you were asking the question, how can pros and babes help? Well, it's, it's designing that working parent and maternity leave transition, not boxing yourself in just because we have, you know, this 12 month or 18 month maternity leave that it has to be this way. You have to be completely uh, disconnected from work or like, you're, you know, people say, well, have those two donuts. We'll see you in 12 months. Um, send us pictures without considering the, the huge impacts on the leave of a leave on a career, on career advancement, on career opportunities. So, the opportunity that you know we we see talking to Melanie, there's there's still a lot of room for growth for employer-employee dialogue, mentorship, coaching to make sure that the maternity leave transition is a leadership opportunity. Forty-three percent of women in STEM leave full-time STEM employment after having kids, and it's twenty-something for men. So that means that you know there's there's something that's misaligned there. And this transition can be used as an opportunity to design success versus kind of saying, okay, the employee's gone for 12 months, let's forget about them. And then when they're back, we talk and, you know, it's not, it's not very oriented towards making this transition a success. And sometimes it's unintended. Employers have to respect privacy policies and communication policies, but inadvertently that can lead to women's careers being really affected by, by the lack of planning and lack of design around success parameters for both employee and employer. Right. And, and in other uh, industries, I know uh, for other reasons, such as towards uh, retirement, uh, to stay on the payroll, some some professions are allowed to, uh, individuals in those professions are allowed to you know, uh, pick up a shift here and there uh, just to stay relevant. And if they miss a certain amount within a month, then, they, then they're dropped. So I, I don't see why you can't incorporate some of these same kind of concepts from in a project-based kind of perspective. Um, to make that happen within engineering, that would be a real boon for for individuals and uh, new moms. Um, Kenya, we'll go back to you. Uh, you're the creator of the Mom MBA. Can you tell us more about this? What does this What does this mean? Yes. So it's a transformational process. It helps moms and their partners. We have dads often participating kind of behind the scenes, really loving the content, uh, content. but it's, it's a community. It's a learning community. It's a networking community and an online learning platform where you organize your life as a working mom and you set yourself up for success. So what happens in a mom's life is that everything changes and it's hard to wrap your mind about uh, around all the different categories of life. So what we do is we broke it, break it up into about 12 pillars from mindset to relationships to support systems, financial planning, 
career skills like, you know, emotional intelligence or leadership development. And we break it up into those 12 monthly pillars where moms come together and design what they want in every single category. So, you know, you join weekly group sessions to learn, to discuss, and you also have a drip every single day uh, around the content that matters to moms. And by the end of the program, they should have this I'd say mini constitution for their life as a working parent, having identified what matters to them, what action they need to take, what tools they need to use to thrive and not just keep their head above water. So that's what the program is about. It really is custom designed to fit a busy mom's schedule. So the sessions are either at lunchtime or after the kids are in bed where mom can participate because so many leadership opportunities happen at cocktail hour where the parents are busy putting kids to bed right so we wanted to design something that actually did align with with mom's schedule and also her you know sometimes you have baby in your arms right so you need learning materials that actually can align with you having your hands busy so we've designed the the program and the content uh in a way to fit the busy mom's schedule and lifestyle that's excellent and um how many graduate graduates of the mom mba are there currently so there, uh, right now we have about 23 participants in the program and we started working more closely with corporations who want to make diversity and inclusion policies more central to their areas of practice. And uh, yes, yeah, so that's, that's where we stand. And then we've worked with hundreds of moms over the years too in our, our various programming. Excellent. Melanie, what piece of advice uh, do you have for parents out there who are working in engineering uh, or other demanding fields who are about to become parents. Yeah, the, the, the first word that drops in is trust. I, th- I think as a society, like especially in engineers, we're very like analytically driven. Um, but yeah, we have to trust what uh, what we can do as parents. Like we're, we are humans and we were put on this earth before all of the websites and baby books and everything to teach you how to to raise a child. So I think from an intuition standpoint, um, that's that's huge. I think there can be a lot of self-doubt. And um, be kind to yourself, especially when it comes to whatever transition that you're going through from uh, the creation, uh, the birthing or returning to work that um, it's it's all a phase and it's, it's going to move really quick and you'll be back on track with your career, um, especially if you have a vision as to where you want to go, what you value, boundaries around what you're going to say yes to, what you're going to say no to, and having the right uh, community and support. So having the mom BA ladies around have been like my cheer squad. Um, if there's tears happening, they're there. Or if, um, you know, I'm struggling taking the next step on something, they, they encourage me to, to pursue what uh, lights me up or energizes me. So it's been, um, it's been a great, great um, program. And um, I'm very thankful for it. And also from a career standpoint, I've seen a lot of growth. I, I just had a performance review and it went really well in terms of how much has changed in the last six months since my return. <laughs> so it's not only from a, being a mom and, and making it work with work. It's really growing in all aspects of your life. And the financial part is, uh, is one that we're touching on this month, which is a lot of fun. 
Wow. Thank you so much for such a great riveting conversation. I feel like I've learned so much about uh, working moms, working parents, um, individuals uh, with professions, uh, getting everything done. Um, I feel like uh, there's hope and people that are feeling overwhelmed should definitely look up pros and babes to get a few pointers. Uh, I've been speaking with Kenya Romanowska, founder of Pros and Babes, and professional engineer Melanie Richmond. And uh, thank you very much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm your host, Jerome James. Thank you for listening to this episode of Engineering the Future. From all of us at OSPI, the Ontario Society of Professional Engineers, thanks for listening. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.